Hi there, and welcome to the Homestead Education Podcast. Do you have a homestead, farm, or just dream of a rural life? This is a show to help you and your kids grow your own food and grow as a person. I'm your host, Cody Hanner. I'm a homesteader, homeschool mama six, and small town enthusiast. I was raised by an old school rancher and blessed by the grace of God to have been exposed to so much of what rural life has to offer. Join me every week to talk about homesteading, homeschooling, and growth with a homestead education. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Homestead Education Podcast. So um, if you haven't noticed, I've been out of the picture for about a week. It has been a rough week. So we had the Modern Homestead Convention the last week of June, and we that was probably the most intense convention I've ever been to. Like I've done Homesteaders of America. I've done the Great Homeschool Conventions, and the Modern Homestead Convention in North Idaho was I mean, for lack of better words, off the hook. I was slammed the entire time. My kids were slammed the entire time. I went um, to walk around and chat with some really amazing people. During that time, my daughter did 37 orders by herself in just a couple of hours. Like, I was so proud of her. But when that conference was over, uh, we did like a turn and burn. Like, we were home for 36 hours spent 4th of July driving all the way to Seattle to fly to Texas for the great homeschool conventions down there, which it, you know, anybody who knows where we're at North Idaho is wondering why we drove to Seattle to fly out, but it saved us $1,800 as a family. And we wanted to take all the kids to Texas so we could go to SeaWorld as a kind of eighth grade graduation for the twins. You know, as homeschoolers, we don't really have those coming of age times really. So I wanted to do something special for them because that was such an important time in my life. When I went from eighth grade to high school, I had gone to school with the same group of friends since kindergarten. And, you know, our moms got us a limo and we all went and got our hair done professionally. And it just, it was a really special time for me that I remember. And and so I wanted to be able to do something like that for the twins. So we did SeaWorld and like, you know, I took them to the Gulf Coast. They'd never been to the ocean other than the Pacific ocean, which is cold and you can't swim in it. I mean, at least up North where we're at. Um, So this was, that was a really great trip for them, but oh my goodness, we got home to absolute chaos. Um, You know, it's just rule of thumb as a homesteader or Murphy's law, whatever it is, you come home and all the animals are out. Like even my son was here the day before and he's like, yeah, everything's great. And we came home and like, you know, half of our livestock are standing in the front yard, like, where you been? But um, that was fun getting everybody back in. We, I really tried to have a couple of days of just like rounding myself back to our life. And so I, I literally spent like two days in the garden, barefoot weeding and listening to um, audiobooks because I just needed like a little bit of time, not just at a full dead run. And I was waiting on uh, shipments uh, to be able to even get caught up on my shipping. We were a couple weeks behind on that with all of our trips and my shipment came in a little bit later than planned. And so it was just kind of like getting caught up on life for a few days. But we had like a really, I wasn't ready to talk about it. And I honestly don't know that I'm fully ready to talk about it yet, but I kind of, I think it's important to understand that even though, you know, I have a curriculum business and I'm on the road and I'm running our homestead 
and I'm running our school that everything isn't always Instagram perfect. And so after being home for a day or so, we decided to go huckleberry picking with some friends and, um, you know, we had done all of our chores for the day and we took off to go huckleberry picking and had a wonderful time. Got, I got into this patch of huckleberries that I swear they were the size of cherries. It was amazing. But I also was pretty sure a bear was guarding that spot, but I mean, you know, life. So, um, we're on our way home and we pulled down into the driveway and I don't see our dairy cow. And I'm, you know, asking my husband, like, where's Cherry at? And he's like, oh, I'm sure she's just up in the barn. And I'm like, I don't know, like our other heifer is standing out front and usually they're together because they're mom and daughter. And so they're always really close. And he's like, I'm sure it's fine. Let's just get back to the house. And I'm like, okay. So we go on down to the house and I start working in the garden and our son goes up to the barn to feed and he comes just blasting back down to the house to tell us that Cherry was dead. Um, We have no clue what happened. She was fine that morning. She wasn't in milk. She should have been shortbread probably about four months. Um, Really disappointed that we won't have the milk this fall that we'd planned on. We do have another cow that's bred, but she doesn't produce quite as much. She's a Dexter, really sweet cow, but she doesn't produce, you know, what our Brown Swiss does. And our Brown Swiss heifer still hasn't been bred. So we're still looking at, you know, next spring at the earliest before she freshens. So, you know, huge disappointment on the milk end, you know, just heart hurting because we've had her for a few years. She's, you know, the mother of our um, heifer that our son shows just real sweet cow. She had been at the neighbors getting bread for a couple months. She had just came home and she looked beautiful. Like she'd lost her winter coat. She'd been eating good over there. I mean, I, we are just devastated over losing her and still don't know what happened. And I, like I said, I'm still processing, still deciding how I want to move forward as far as our plans for the farm. Like, you know, the milk that we had planned on having, in the spring with our farm store and stuff. So might be in the market for a new dairy cow. Not sure yet, but you know, that definitely kind of, it made me like pull back for a minute. Like I just needed a minute to figure out what we wanted to do next. And so it was kind of hard to come on and do podcasts. I mean, I was doing my podcast interviews, but that's different when I'm talking to someone else and can feed off of their story versus just trying to reach you guys as my listeners um, and tell you what's going on in our lives. So that was really hard. Um, Then we had a shipping day. I mean, I think we shipped out, we packaged up 150 orders uh, yesterday, Um, packaged up more this morning, but I load everything up in the car. My daughter and I are hauling booty to town because we have to pick up animal feed before five o'clock. Cause my husband and I are leaving today to go to California for a homeschool convention. And there's road construction going on that just, it took me like over an hour to get to town, which even though I do live about 40 minutes from town, that was still, that, that's, you know, you don't plan on over an hour just to run to the post office. And I'm going through downtown and I go to turn into the post office and somebody else was turning at the same time 
And there was kind of like, we made eye contact, but there was a misunderstanding over who was turning first, I think. And right then my husband's pager went off in the truck, which he wasn't in the truck with me. He was home that a fire had kicked off up by our house. And, but besides the fire part, like the pager screeched really loud and I thought it was the other car. And so I turned real quick to get out of their way and gave it a little gas to pull into the parking lot. And I had like undershot where the uh, driveway was for the post office. And I hit like an 18 inch curb. Like, I don't even know if you can consider that a curb, like fully dead on with the front of our truck going between 15 and 20 miles an hour. Um, and I messed up our truck pretty bad. I don't know what all is going to happen with it. I hurt my arm. I hit my knees. It was, it was pretty rough. Like I blew out a tire. Like I hit it that hard that I blew out our 10 ply tires. So, um, kind of a, that was a rough thing to like, you know, then I had to like still unload like all the packages out of the back of the truck. Um, with one arm, my arm was all messed up. My daughter and I were like trying to figure out like, do we go get animal feed or do we go to the hospital or do we go to Les Schwab and get a new tire? Um, it was like a panic moment because I couldn't call my husband because he took off on that fire that was screeching on the radio that partially caused me to wreck. So, um, you know, I was hurting, but I knew that I wasn't hurt that bad. So we ran and grabbed feed really quick. The tire was blown out, but it was blown out on the side. So it wasn't flat yet. So I went and got the feed and then we went to the tire shop and they're like, yeah, you need a new tire. Um, got the new tire. And by then I was hurting bad. So we ran up to the hospital. I got some x-rays. Luckily, nothing major. I am pretty bruised up this morning, but oh, what a week it has been. So if I've been a little absent, now you know what's going on. And on top of that, Instagram went weird. So even if I tried to be there and talk to you guys, I couldn't have anyways. So um, hopefully your guys's week on your homestead and your homeschools have gone considerably better than mine. Um, but you know, just kind of a little bit of a picture into what homestead life and running a business can actually look like now on to something better. Cause I have big news that I have shared a little bit on social media. I sent it out to you guys in emails, but I wanted to tell you about it where you can hear my voice and you can hear my excitement. So about three or four months ago, I went to the Women's Homestead Women's Homestead Society Conference in Hohenwald, Tennessee. Um, I actually had the hostess of that on the podcast. If you want to go back and listen to that, it was, I can't remember the podcast number. I'll try to link that. But it was with um, Angela... Angela something. And, um, she came on and we talked about helping homestead women connect. So if you want to go back and listen to that one, it was a really good one, but my daughter and I went to this women's convention and I tell you what, I have never been so moved in my life. Um, I was sitting there listening to Anna Scott from a farm girl in the making talking about the Proverbs 31 woman and what got me is not what the Proverbs 31 woman did, but it was how her husband and her community and her family saw her. And 
it just moved me and it made me realize that what middle Tennessee has going on as far as their community and the support that they have for each other within the homesteaders, whether they're long-term homesteaders or brand new homesteaders, they are there for each other. And I don't know that we have that up in the Pacific Northwest in the same way. Now, I know that I have a community in my physical geographical community that I can reach out to for the things that I need. But I don't feel like I have or that we have that inspirational community kind of in a, on a larger scale where we have that networking, where we can do that co-oping, um, where we can take classes with each other, where we can connect with each other in a way that we just aren't doing on a geographical community basis. Um, and I'm actually, I think I'm going to be having Anna Cita Scott on this next season to talk about the Proverbs 31 woman. She describes it so beautifully. Um, so I'm really excited for that episode. Um, but anyways, I'm sitting there listening to her talk and I mean, just, I have tears running down my face and my daughter's like, what's wrong? And I was like, I think dad's going to divorce me. And she's like, what, why? And I was like, because we're doing one of these events in Idaho and he already thinks I have too much on my plate and that I'm crazy. So that is my announcement for the first annual Homestead Harvesters Community Conference. It's going to be held September 16th um, in North Idaho, um, north of Bonners Ferry, near where I live in Port Hill. It's right on the Canadian border. Um, it's going to be this beautiful afternoon right on the river where I'm having speakers come from all over to talk about not just how to homestead, because I mean, we have so many options out there for learning how to homestead. This is about how to homestead with our spouses, how to encourage our kids on the homestead, um, how to build communities and local food systems, and how to regenerate our land. All those conversations that you need lots of support for and personal connections and fellowship. And that's what these speakers are going to come and talk about at this event. There's going to be a VIP luncheon with all the speakers. And then afterwards, we're going to have a farm to table dinner and a live band, like I said, right there on the river on this big grassy opening. I have a tent reserved. I'm just so excited for this event. I am going to be announcing the speakers soon. Um, right now, we're still working out some details, but I just know that it's going to be an amazing, amazing event. We are going to have options for kids to be able to come and learn about homestead things, uh, farm to table snacks for the kids. We're going to have food vendors. We're going to have lots of local homestead vendors that, you know, they even have a hard time selling their stuff because it's either farmers markets or craft shows. And sometimes our items, you know, like even me personally, my homeschool curriculum doesn't fit in the farmer's market or the craft show uh, setting. So I'm really excited to be able to provide this type of setting for um, our fellow homesteaders, our aspiring homesteaders, our vendors, our sponsors, our speakers, just to be able to connect together in one place. Um, I think it's going to be really amazing. I have some really wonderful 
<clears throat> people coming, some wonderful influencers that I know everybody's going to want to have a chance to have dinner with. <clears throat> Excuse me. So go check out the link, um, homesteadharvesters.com. I'll link it in the show. Um, make sure that you check it out, that you follow us on Facebook and Instagram to get all the updates. And I really hope to see all of you there. So now just to kind of wrap up this episode um, and to wrap up this season, I'm going to go ahead and call season three at this point. I'm going to take a couple weeks off, enjoy the county fair with my kids, um, get do some writing, work on my garden, and then I'll be back. I think it's August 14th will be my first episode <clears throat> back for season four. Season four is going to continue to have the same structure as I've had for the last, um, for season three, where I have a homesteader on every Tuesday and a homeschooler on every Friday. But what I am going to be doing is every opportunity I get, the homesteader is going to be based on um, a different style of homestead business. And the homeschool conversation is going to often include writers and thinkers that fall under the homestead history category to go along with my homestead history book that will be coming out this fall. Um, if you want to join the wait list to know when that's coming out, um, go ahead and check out the link in the show notes and you can get updates there. It's going to be a full year U.S. history uh, for the kind of junior high, high school level. It'll be a reader for adults as well. And it's just going to be laying out our U.S. history um, more based on food and ag sociology um, rather than some of the other topics that are traditionally covered in U.S. history. So I'm really excited for that. It's just going to teach agriculture in a different way. And I think it's going to be amazing. So thank you guys for continuing to listen. Be sure to head over to your favorite uh, podcast player and leave a review, leave a comment that helps other people find me. And I will see you in season four. Thank you for joining me today at the Homestead Education, and I hope that I have given you something to think about this week. To help others find me, please comment and leave a review on your favorite podcast player. You can also follow me on Facebook at the Homestead Education and Instagram at Homestead underscore Education. Do you have questions that you would like answered or just want to say hi? Please email me at hello at the homesteadeducation.com. Until next time, keep growing!